talking politics. Elections have been voted. People are voting. And we're trying to negotiate through the the two sides and trying to pick the best man that the people think is for them or, or whatever. Are any of these people really for us though? Or are they for themselves? Are they just more self-righteous narcissists seeking attention? Well, seeking the, ego stroking? To me people like that are good to handy paperwork. Well, so they do got some kind of purpose. <laughs> they, After all. Well, there's not a real purpose. This is good accomplishing goals. Or not accomplishing goals. Maybe it's just uh, campaign rhetoric <laughs> that they're spewing. Uh, maybe. At least some of percentage. The one thing that I don't like about it this stuff though is that you're seeing not loving neighbor as yourself in the campaign uh, kind of promotions of oneself you have to slander kind of your opposition uh, uh-huh, to kind uh-huh, of make uh-huh. yourself look better or yeah, something I don't yeah. really like that approach uh-huh. I don't think that that's very I think there's another approach well in this kind of a realm of politics or system, no, there's not. You're right. Uh-huh. And that's why I can't support it. Because I don't like it. I don't uh-huh. think it's really, like, loving. I don't want to have to slander somebody to try to make the world a better place. Well, we're fucking anarchists. It's all good. But it's not even about being an anarchist. It's just about what is common sense, kind of. It's just like, do you really think you need to slander your neighbor to, like, try to make get your ego stroked? Is that... I mean... But yeah. I guess somebody who needs their ego stroked would have to slander somebody to try to get their ego stroked. Uh-huh. It's kind of a catch-22. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you think? Get the ego stroked and take your head the same time. Potentially. Or maybe you're going to... Maybe... The majority will rule in favor of you at the balance. You're fair. You have to pay your fair. Gotta pay the piper. That's for sure. Gotta pay. You know, I just had a provocative thought. And it's in regards to the the left. The left are so pro-vaccine, they're obsessed with it, they're obsessed with getting people boosted, uh, they're obsessed with, you know, trying to force everybody to think and act accordingly, take a mark on their forehead and hand and, you know, take the vaccine. I feel like like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because they're the type of people to take instruction. Yeah, and they would are another kind of person that you could slander all you want and they'd still be right there way ready to turn in the paperwork and, <laughs> you know, what have you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It's all, all about 
turning in the paperwork for those people. Yep. But the thing is, is these people are very concerned about vaccination statuses. That's what I'm saying. And if these are really the people who are the true enemy to mankind, people of this kind of political persuasion, um, you know, I think that these people can kind of be messed up but through the vaccines. Like, kind of turn into the walking dead. Because <laughs> let's face it, these people are another form of self-righteous narcissist who think that their way is superior above others. Well, to me, that's most people that don't have God. Because when you're not a godly person, you just... That void, that hole inside you is never filled. Well, they fill it with uh, the pleasures of this world and, and giving glory to the state, you know, and nothing else. Lots of temporary. Yeah, it's temporary. It's ephemeral. It's an ephemeral form of life. Ephemeral made temporary. Yeah. Sure does. But I just think that these people who are trying to force everybody to think and act accordingly. Could, could it be that these people, if they're the true enemy, that they could get m- messed up by the vaccine and just wiped out? Like, I think the vaccines could potentially turn people into the zombies. Uh-huh. I think they have the potential to turn people into, uh, like, oh, they get the short circuit their life. Mm-hmm. It could, it could, like, say, there's like a, uh, what do they call it? Like, because of terror with the DNA. Well, it's got a system self-destruct on it. It's like each time those nanotechnology goes into you through the vaccine goo or whatever is in it. What it is. I don't know what you really classify a vaccine, what the substance is. But it, it has nanoparticles, nanotechnology that could essentially short-circuit the body to you know, self-destruct it, you know, like, on an instant. Maybe that's why people are having heart attacks and blood clots because it's literally, like, has a, uh, all these uh, vaccines have built-in, uh, you know, system self-destruct mechanism on kill switches. Uh, kill switch should... engages. Not the band. <laughs> but kill, a kill switch engage where it's like they hit a button and certain people who have this technology in them, it sends a signal to them and they like short circuits their their body and they're just like deleted. Uh-huh. They're done. Heart attack, massive heart attack, dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just causes a catastrophic, catastrophic failure. Yeah, and, of, of mass proportions. <laughs> It's system self-destruct, kill switch, engage, you're done. Uh-huh. You know, and then you have the people who, uh, uh what's that? It sounds like a, a song by kill switch, engage, 
System destruct. Uh-huh. System self destruct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just think like, man, I mean, you look at these ideas of like the Walking Dead, you know, the zombie stuff phenomena, like in our culture. Yeah. It's like maybe this is all predictive programming towards people who take the vaccine, and they either like are taken out through becoming a zombie or they're taken out through system self-destruct, kill switch, engage mechanism, massive heart attack, takes them out. Like, who knows? But I'm just saying, like, I think this is a possible reality that we need to address. I think it's very... Um, and, and it could be AI power. Yes! Exactly. Uh. Yeah, the AI is what determines whether, okay, we need to now start eliminating, hit the kill switch engage, yeah. and the nanotechnology and the uh, vaccines. Oh, this is yeah. scary. Scary. Yeah, yeah, get that AI going. Yeah, because they're already uh, giving everything over to AI. Basically, to just let AI control everything, you know, yeah. at this point. And uh, it's all out of human laziness. Because all of the AI functions yeah. that are bestowed to us are so they don't have to do stuff. Well, and that's once again going back to uh, the left. Phil. Yeah, or not. This is exactly what the left wants reality to be based upon. They want reality to be based upon an AI, uh, transhumanist reality. You know, I think, and that's all glory and honor goes to for that what? for the sake of lazy, because they're lazy. That's what communism is all about. It just, it wants to... Uh, break everything down. To, is lazy. Yeah, it's it's a system of laziness, dude. Where machines do everything, man does not work by the sweat of his brow. Uh-huh. You know, it's just it is, and it's everybody's given their proportion each week. Their yeah. uh, stimulus check the for rations. like the ration. You know, it's just <laughs> it's based off. Of, that is a very profound point that you make because uh-huh. that really couldn't be said any better dude because that's really what it all boils down to and that's why we need to come against this because laziness is going to self-destruct to us like we're gonna self-destruct dude what in laziness sloth sloth bad dude I seven would... deadly sins yeah. sloth is one of the seven deadly sins yeah yep that's what I was say yep sure is sloth dude and that's Communism is a system of sloths. <laughs> it's a sloth system, dude. There's no doubt about it, dude. And it's just like we can't support it. And we can't support people who are so ignorant to think that uh, that that this is, like, positive, dude. Like, I mean, for real. I mean, but it's just really because the only thing is, is that they like it because it... It's campaign rhetoric is what their itching ears want to hear. It's what, like you said, people don't have God. That's the direction they're going to go. It's like these people don't have God. And so 
their itching ears want to hear something contrary to God because if they have to acknowledge God, then they're going to have to face their the fact that they're that, sin, they're wretched sinners. That's it. That's just the thing. Nobody wants to really take a good look in the mirror. They don't because they're too self righteous. Acknowledge their sinful nature. Yeah. And how, really? And and that they don't think that don't think well I'm too bad. I've been bad and I'm only gonna be bad and Yeah, well I mean <laughs> that's the way you're gonna think then that they shall be. As a man thinks so shall he be. So yes, if that's their perspective on things, then like yeah, they will always they will never rise higher. They will continue to be in the animal. They will not rise to out of the animal into the the supra consciousness. I feel like some of this applies to my dad. Maybe. Probably applies to a lot of people in Just a certain respect. Because he's so worldly. I think that's a worldly attribute. Sure is, I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's... It's tough. I mean, we're, we're trying to be edifiers here. What else should we be talking about other than edifying our neighbor, right? Trying to love our neighbor as ourselves, which is a part of the commandments of the Ten Commandments of God. Deal half of those Ten Commandments deal with loving your neighbor as yourself. You know, and I think that if we're gonna, you know, love our neighbor as ourselves, it, like we need to be edifying him <laughs> and encouraging him to come out of the animal, like the Sphinx. Once again, the occult symbol. Of the Sphinx from Egypt. Yeah. You know, it's really nothing more than a, a symbol of man coming out of the animal. That's why you see the, the small Sphinxes outside the doors of the Masonic temples. Because it's a set. What's that? Like this? Yeah. Yeah, it's man coming out of the, uh, the animal. And that's. But for some reason, the world wants to promote the beast. The mark of the beast wants to promote the buying and selling of the animal. And we're trying to say no. Like we don't want to be we're we're men coming out of the animal. You know, and that's edifying. That's edifying our neighbor. Because that's really what it's about. You can talk a lot of goofy, silly stuff and you know, be get attention through that kind of stuff, but really, that's not edifying anybody. You know, a lot of people like to look at stuff that's so stupid. You know what I mean? They they engage their attention on stuff that's just kind of frivolous nonsense. You know what I mean? When it's like they need to be edifying, rather edify yourself. What's edifying? What's that? What is that? Edifying? Yeah. The word? It means something that's causing one to uh, go higher. Rise higher. Edifying oh. is like to... Uh, lift. Uh, 
Yeah, lift or uh, I think like uh, exalt your character higher or something. Your evolve yourself maybe oh. even could be a way of describing edification and evolving of oneself. And I think that that all is intertwined with our motto, kind of here at ANC, is like, join us in the fight against tyranny with free thinking and self-governance. Free thinking is all about that. Yeah. You know, that process of edifying, edifying oneself through knowledge, gnosis, whatever you want to call it. Freedom. Freedom is that, because free thinking is freedom. It's free. Yeah. And what does the, co- the lazy communist system want to do? It wants to control our free thinking. There's not one damn free thing. At all, no. And that's why they have these, uh, you know, the technology and the media outlets to promote their, their dialogue, their narratives, you know, the way they want people to think and act accordingly and not use critical thinking. <laughs> You know, or any of those kind of things. Just absorb yourself in like a... Moreover, not think for yourself. More or less, that's what it breaks down to, essentially. Yeah, and we're like, once again, we can't support that. I don't ever want somebody to mess with the way my mind processes itself. That's not fair. It's not fair. What's that? Yeah. Decide what you do. Yeah, that's not fair. That's not right, man. For all my life, I've lived under my own cognition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As have you. Yeah. What? What? What's well, wrong with that? Ever since we had the diapers, yeah. mostly. Ever since we could start remembering our our have developed memories in our our mind. Oh yeah, this is fun. Uh, do it again. Thing. Yeah. Or learning how to ride a bike or something, you know, you're just, you're learning, or starting to walk or something. I mean, it's all a part of edification. Uh, it's a form of edification. I wish that it was a natural process for me. How so? Being that. My brain was damaged and now I can't walk. But uh, maybe can't walk either, but there's nothing wrong with the baby. It's just inexperience. Right. I, I can't fix my problem with the experience. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, unfortunately, I understand what you're saying. But you're still very coherent and, uh-huh. you know, are articulating very normally. Your brain is functioning very normally in, in the sense of how you're uh, articulating your words and your ideas with me. And interacting with me at the same time. I'm running running on like 95% brain power. (laughs) That's pretty good. You're 95% brain power. Well, maybe that 
think that based off of your situation that you'd have a sound mind and be able to articulate with me on a normal functioning level is more better almost in a way that you rather have that and not be able to walk than to be able to walk and not be able to articulate and be an idiot yeah, just like brain dead almost, kind of like I couldn't even have a normal uh, conversation with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So think about think about the pros and cons of that once again. And it is. It's very deep. Or it'd be a waste of my time to even come here and try to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's like, your what would your druthers be, kind of? <laughs> they call it like... Druthers? Druthers or something. What would... What, druthers. Druthers? Druthers. <laughs> Druthers. <laughs> Got a funny topic here to discuss. Yeah, we are five minutes into uh-huh. our second. Our third take for our second. It's our second Druthers. Well, we're trying to get our second, but we're. Attempting, we had we had a nice flow to our our second one. We're five minutes in, and this guy parked in the parking lot next to us. He decided to warm his truck up. That's really loud and obnoxious. And we're we're trying to be respectful of the viewers, and didn't want to have his obnoxious truck bleed into the mix. So we felt like we should have cut it short. Out of respect towards our viewers and listeners. Uh, and now it's gone, so it's cool. Unfortunately, it, it kind of put a damper on our mojo that we had going from our last little moment, momentum slowing us down. But I was just really looking at it and I was thinking, you know what, this is a time to edify. Uh, talking about edification in our last one. We're uh, emperors of uh, our own son, our own spirit. room for self-improvement. There's room for self-improvement, exactly. And, you know, that's how, how I'm looking at the situation is like, this is a time for us to, you know, we could either like get upset or we could just let it just slip right off, you know. Because there's just so many opportunities where we can just like get so angry throughout the day at yeah. people and things and. I think it's important to let our bounce off you. Yeah. I'll bounce off. Yes, it's a great way of putting it. Like you have invisible armor. Yeah. And just bounce off. Yeah, because, like I was saying to Riley, uh, before this uh, episode, the enemy wants us to engage in an aggressive manner towards opposition, towards people that are difficult, towards difficult situations that seem unfair. Be angry. Be angry and let the other people know you're angry too. And fuck everyone else. But the problem is with that is that that is not like actually like a Uh sane-minded approach, really. 
flies off the handle like that is an example of somebody who has not united the the soul and the spirit in their lives. They were lacking in that area, psychologically. I think it's kind of uh, what you call what you call it one fuck lots of sanity <laughs> no one you uh, oh no when you know something but you don't know it <laughs> when you know something but you don't know it <laughs> Interesting statement. <laughs> when you know something, but you don't know it. This <laughs> is really just uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Piss poor, but that's we're all crescendoing to that profound statement. <laughs> It's something that you know, but you know not. But you don't not. <laughs> but you don't. You, but you don't it. <laughs> Let's get some do nuts. <laughs> do nuts. <laughs> We definitely are. We need to get some do-nuts, dude, for sure. This world is way too... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Castrated? <laughs> it really is. Oh, man. Castrated. It's talking like high pitch, like before puberty. I think the U.S. government is castrated for sure. Yeah. With this leadership. Yeah, it's a castrated leadership for sure. <laughs> that, Full blown castrated leadership. Oh, Joe will name the cow Joe for obvious reasons. Had to do the <laughs> I saw some parts of a news headline that said Democrats uh, encouraging Joe Biden not to run in 2024. Yeah. I was like, huh, imagine that. There's no law What? I was going to say there's a law, but we had... Was it Roosevelt in a wheelchair? Yep. Franklin Delano. FDR, baby. Uh-huh. Yep. Is he at polio? Polio put him in a wheelchair. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, so... But he, but he was like you, though, right? I mean, he was like a 
mentally sound individual, just physically he was he was kind of hampered. You know what I mean? But mentally sound minded, you know, was articulate with how he spoke, you know, and stuff. And I mean, it was for whatever that's worth. Oh, era. Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't it matters not people in that era like couldn't even relate to our society and culture just like it's crazy to say but it's true unless they had uh cell phones back in the time of Charlie Chaplin movies back in the early 1900s the same Charlie Chaplin reaching his pocket for a cell phone no they showed a woman walking in a crosswalk that seemed to have a cell phone in her hand as she was walking in the crosswalk in a 1900s movie early 1900s movie and Charlie Chaplin ran over one. <laughs> I don't know. It's a Charlie Chaplin movie. 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 It was a Charlie Chaplin movie. I don't know. Charlie Chaplin never drove in any movie. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little. St- Tipsley. Uh-huh. Tipsley up in here. <laughs> up in here in the studio. We come to you exclusively on Wednesdays and Sundays around. Yeah, amen, brother. Five. Or some. Yep. Got a billboard now. Huge billboard. <laughs> throwing money away, baby. Got money to blow. Throwing it away on billboards. Promotion. I was thinking about that. The next billboard yeah, we do. Yep, I got your text. Okay. Yep. We'll, we'll finish your statement. I, I know, but they don't. Oh, yeah. We need to do the original logo. And we can have them crop out and August. But it's got to be the original logo. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Unfortunately, we've had some uh, backlash through businesses that didn't want to promote anarchists on a huge billboard. <laughs> Imagine that. Most people have a very, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Thick skin? <laughs> no, no. Oh man, I don't know what the was At any rate, we got a billboard. We've had some difficulties because people, the two businesses that do the billboards here in our city, they didn't want to do business with us because of that. So I had an idea. I got 
a uh, creative group downtown uh, that was connected to one of these two businesses. Yeah. And told her, I was like, hey, let's try doing the same idea, but not putting the word anarchist on there and see if they'll allow that. Yeah. And so through her and all the business that she does for do- creating billboards for one of these two businesses, these uh, Lamar. Billboard, yeah, Lamar uh, billboards, she was able to pass it through, but only because we didn't use the word anarchist on there. But we don't know that. We just didn't put that word on there. Well, but when we wanted to put that word on there, or when they knew of what we were, that we were Anarchist News Corporation, they were uh-huh. like, oh, we don't want to promote that. We can't, we can't have that promoted on a billboard in our city. They didn't say that. Yeah, they did. So I was there when I went there to talk to them about getting a doing a billboard, like paying for a billboard and everything. I had the money to throw down and everything. And they're just like, nope, we're not. Top guy said we're not, can't do that. Can't yeah. do something with that kind of a word on it. So I was like, okay. Fuck that. I didn't know that they could in the city spot. Well, I was thinking... Oh, we still got a billboard, though. Yeah, that's true. We just couldn't, like... I mean, we we compromised to a degree, I feel like. Oh, big time. But, the thing is, we still have... We still were able to get our motto on there. Fight tyranny with free thinking and self-governance. We're able to get that on there, and we were able to get our uh, our web address on there, our logo, ANC logo. No, did you get a logo on there? What's that? We did get the logo. Yeah, we did. Didn't you see the Didn't you see the uh, thing I I showed you? Anyway, the fact of the matter is, is that. We got the billboard, and these people who tried to censor us, I was able to work a loophole through a creative group downtown. I love that. Wish. And we and we got it. They were allowed to use it in the front, so we snuck in We the did. Back. That's exactly what we did. That's what makes it so awesome, and that's exactly what an insurrectionist anarchist does. <laughs> Don't underestimate uh-huh. The, the knowledge, you know, of of people of that kind of nature, dude. Like, that's why I feel like the chosen people of God, dude, are like that of that. And we're the people who are in the process of evolving and conjoining the soul and spirit together. Emperors of our own son. Uh-huh. You know, we're becoming emperors of our own son because when you conjoin the 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 sun and the moon. The, the spirit and the soul, you get a super sun, a super consciousness. Huh. And that's what I believe is going is the defining factor of overcoming. Who's overcoming here? 
Who's overcoming the deceptions? Who's overcoming the mark of the beast? The the beast trying to force us to think and act accordingly. We we combat that through a sound mind, through the conjunction of opposites of soul and spirit. Like the Rosicrucian mystics, it's the, the rose and the cross combined as one. Cross is a masculine symbol. The rose is a feminine symbol. Masculine, feminine. Spirit, soul. Male, female. Uh-huh. Yin, yang. Uh-huh. There's lots of different ways we can describe it. Sulfur and mercury and alchemy. Red and white. Another, that's another one. Mace pink. What's that? Mace pink. <laughs> What's that? He said red and white. In, these are symbols once again. Makes pink. Makes pink. Yeah. The synthesis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. It is. What you say? Synthesis. The synthesis of yeah, the synthesis of uh, red and white, pink. Yeah, but there's all sorts of different combinations that, uh, oh, here's another another combination that just came to me. In Tantra, Ida and Pingala. And the synthesis of Ida and Pingala is Shashuma, which is the uh, spinal cord, the Kundalini, where the Kundalini goes from the base of the spinal cord all the way up to the mind, the crown chakra, which is spirit, consciousness, and if you raise the kundalini serpent all the way up to spinal cord, you get a insane <laughs> consciousness. <laughs> you get an insane spirit. Because that's crazy tantric yoga. From a tattoo? Huh? From a tattoo? No, not from a tattoo. Through the raising of the kundalini from the base of the spinal column all the way up to the crown chakra. I don't like it. Sounds painful. <laughs> it might be to some people, but yeah, it's... Raja yoga is a form of... Uh, some uh, form of yoga that you can practice to raise the kundalini up the, up the shashuma, as it's called in tantra. But once again, it's this triad system, soul-spirit synthesis, which is the third component. It's that, and that's uh, sound mind, psychologically speaking. And people don't have a sound mind. And that's why they're acting irrationally. Mm-hmm. Like through what we're talking about with the enemy wants us to get all worked up about stuff. 
You know what I mean? What's that? Or sit down and shut up. It's your two options. Yeah. Okay. So you can either get worked up or you can sit down and shut up. And just like, and just let it slide right off. Yeah. I think that, that's what you were saying. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. You've got to just let that stuff slide off and keep to. focus, keep balance, keep uh, even keel. Keep your head down. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think it's cool, man. Where we're going with this. We're being edifiers here, and that's really what we want to be. We're all for the edification. Edification. Of our neighbors. Of our population. Ah! Edification of our population uh-huh. title for this one. And we're back. Hope you've been enjoying our episodes for today. We're doing kind of an unwind episode now. We're enjoying our episodes. Mm hmm. Thoroughly. Yep. We drink a little bit, and I look forward to it every week because... Yeah, me too. Because we don't drink any time other than when we podcast. Yep. It's like... Well, we're not even drinking, really, either, I mean... No, not... not We're really drinking. This is not drinking, dude. We're having refreshments. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even call it drinking. (laughs) What you used to do is drinking. Back in your 20s and stuff, you were drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much from like 18 to... 42. <laughs> 18 to 42. <laughs> it's longer than I thought. <laughs> Whoa, I haven't been drinking heavy that whole time. No. Just have uh, to, but you know how to drink, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. You exemplified the uh-huh. the drinking tendencies, what I would consider to be somebody who is drinking. <laughs> Crash my car for brain injury, so I've experienced that. <laughs> experienced that. <laughs> but miraculously still here with us. Really, when you think about it, dude, going what you've been through, like, you know, it's pretty crazy, dude, to think that you're coherent still enough to be able to do what you're doing now. Uh I can't stress it enough to the audience. 
connected with you when you uh, invited me over to your dad's house um, when you were living there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, uh, well, so from that point till now, I mean, man, you're completely different. Completely different person, I feel like, almost. You've changed a lot, you know, since then. Big time. I don't know what's contributed to that. Maybe physical therapy, maybe... Just natural bodily, uh, thing, just time, mm-hmm. time and muscle memory, naturally bodily functioning, realigning, brain chemistry realigning. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's it's pretty pretty crazy the transformations that have taken place and and what you've gone through you know but I look at it it's like it makes me think you know in like what Jesus says it's like I don't know if this is necessarily your predicament Jesus is talking about here but when he says that like it'd be better for a man to walk into the kingdom of heaven lame you know holy shit really yeah than to like be full of sin or whatever you know yeah and it says it gives examples is like if your eye causes you to sin pluck it out if your hand causes you to sin pluck it off because it's basically saying that like it would be better for you to be enter in the kingdom of heaven with your eyes gouged out or your hand chopped off. I mean, this is like, a, I believe, a figure of speech. It's basically yeah. like... Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, some people actually have went to this extreme to actually do these kind of things because uh-huh. they felt like their eyes... They've literally took this scripture literally and they're like, oh, my eyes are causing me to sin. I gotta yeah, fuck them out. Yeah, them fuck out. <laughs> it's literally happened. I'm not gonna deny it. Um, people are thinking this literally, but it's like, it's a figure of speech and then, like, you're... You know, if, if these things are causing you to sin, you know, then... Uh, uh, like, basically, to me, what it means is take drastic steps to, like, try to cause yourself to not be, to not let your eyes cause you to sin, or your hands cause you to sin, or whatever, you know, like, try to be vigilant of this, Yeah, I guess, you know, is what it's trying to say. Trying to be on top of it. But it also says that, like, because, like, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. And then it goes on to say, for it would be better for a man to enter into the kingdom of heaven lame because he ha- had to do this, you know, than to, you know, be living in sin through, like, whatever, you know, I guess, I don't know, whatever you're... If your man, body is body part is causing you to sin doing whether it's eyes or hands or whatever. It kind of makes me think about getting back to the regular world. Well, we've been trying to kind of uh, acclimate you back into that to a degree. I mean, we went to the concert. 
Yeah. It's definitely getting, like, back into, like, I mean, that's normal stuff you would do in normal life, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, And you've done that kind of stuff before, too, so it's not like, I mean, not like you haven't been starting to acclimate. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Little steps at a time, though, I mean, like, we were trying to stress, you know, like, what you've been through, you know? So, I mean... It's going to take time dude, for something of that traumatic kind of, of reality imposed upon you to come back in a, you know, you know, completely normal form yeah. in norm, you know, getting out there again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not being worried about getting out there or anything if I can just walk. Yeah, that would make all the difference in the world, you know, I understand. And I think there's something that... I wouldn't even worry about anything when I walk. Yeah. Well, I think there's something out there that, you know, is available that I think can help you in that regard. I, there's got to be, dude. And with all the advancements in modern-day technology, there's somebody or something... 24. Well, yep. Well, in the Hebrew, yes, it is. Oh, well, no, it's 2024 in the Hebrew, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the Gregorian beast system, it's 2023 still till yeah. New Year's Eve, yeah. December 31st. Yeah, that there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think that you're advancing, and that's why I think you need to just look like small, small victories you need to look at. It's just like, hey, you know, like... I'm still able to have a, you know, normal, articulate conversation on a podcast. I'm still able to go to a concert. I'm still able to go out, you know. Maybe I can't walk, but you need to look at how you've advanced. Your speech has gotten much better. Uh You know, I mean, there's just... Natural improvements. Yeah, I and mean, you gotta just hold on to those and continue to keep riding the wave of progress. Oh man, that sounds nicer when you say it. <laughs> well, I was trying to be edifying. Talking about edifying, edification. Is that with the dude named What's that? Is that with the dude named Dude in what? Is, is that... And if I... Is that... Mean something to do with the dude named Andy? No. Eddie? <laughs> Eddie Fine? And... What's that? End. 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 No end. No end. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie Fine. No Eddie Fine. (laughs) No, no. Eddie, I, I'm seeing where you're going with Eddie. It's like Eddie fine. Like Eddie. 
think we're both trying to fuck with each other here on this one. I don't know. I think we're not high enough or too high. <laughs> Something up there. Something along those... Along that stratosphere of... Need to press THC smoke or some fresh air to watch cartoons. Fresh air? Fresh air? You need some fresh air to watch cartoons? Some fresh air. Breath of fresh air. It's getting a little silly now. <laughs> Third episode. Blowing off some steam. Dragon ass. Dragging ass. Cutting ass, dragging ass. <laughs> Drink some of this beer and live. You've been a slacking ass on that beer. For now. Yeah, then you're gonna take it halfway down on one swig. Hey, what can we say? We like our refreshments on the set. And we're doing it within a, a very legal parameter. Yes. So what can you really say? It, there's really nothing you can say. People say, oh, well, these guys broadcast the news under the influence of refreshments. I'm, Shame on them. I think the label of a beer should just say, fuck you. <laughs> That's the name of the beer. <laughs> fuck you, Ultra. <laughs> yeah. Ultra, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Ultra, fuck you. <laughs> superior, superior, Ultra, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like this is like it's funny because it says superior light beer. It should say superior harsh or no superior hard beer. You're hard. <laughs> You're hard? <laughs> You're hard? Superior, your hard. <laughs> Ultra, fuck you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> 